Hey everyone, before the episode begins, I just want to point out that there were some audio issues with this episode, so a few words get cut off. It has to do with, I was editing, and then I saved it, and then I had this emergency shut down my computer, and long story short, I couldn't go back and undo one of the things that I had done, and it made my audio sound weird in some places. So if you notice words being cut off, it's just because that happened and I couldn't do anything about it because I couldn't go back because I had saved over it. So uh, enjoy, enjoy. When autumn had come to bear country and the time for the telling of tales had arrived, Mama Bear gathered her family around to hear an old fall legend. It is said, she told them, that one day when Thanksgiving time draws near, a great danger may threaten bear country. What danger, Mama? asked Sister. The danger of Big Paw, replied Mama. Big Paw? wondered the cubs. What's that? The legend tells us, said Mama, that if we grow lazy and greedy and fail to share nature's great bounty with those in need, then Big Paw, that monster of monsters, will come stomping out of the swamp and gobble up all of bear country, county by county. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and happy Thanksgiving to those who celebrate. Happy American Thanksgiving, I guess I should say, because as we've covered in the past, Thanksgiving is not an exclusively American thing to do. Celebrations of Thanksgiving go back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Anytime the community gathers in a, in a sense of prayer and supplication as a way of saying thank you for bounty or luck or for survival into the next year, that is a Thanksgiving. So this is American Thanksgiving, which isn't a religious holiday, which I find very weird because it should be kind of. I mean, Thanksgiving is an explicitly religious thing to do. Uh, that is what a uh, that is what a, that is what a Thanksgiving is. It is a it is usually a time primarily traditionally a time of prayer, but we've kind of turned it on its head. It's the one like it's it's like the it's a huge it's a huge holiday in America, but it's like the one that for some reason people aren't up in arms about for it losing its religious aspect. It's really weird. You'd think that people would be like more, and by people, I think you know which people I mean, but you think people would be more up in arms about it not being a religious holiday anymore. Because again, Thanksgiving, that's what Thanksgiving, in any case, and we're not talking about Thanksgiving. We're talking about Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, it's a Thanksgiving episode. So we are talking about Thanksgiving. I've been doing this show for over seven years, seven and a half years now, May, June, July, August, September, October. Yeah, seven and a half years now. And the first Thanksgiving I ever did this show was in 2015. It was episode 29, if you can believe it. And I had on the show uh, Brad Mariska and Jeremy Gloff, who'd only been on the show, I believe, once before, maybe twice, but it was very early on in the show's life. Episode 29, and we covered the Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw. We talked about the animated special as well as its adaptations. At that point, there had been a large 
picture book called the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving and a chapter book, uh, the Berenstain Bear Scouts meet Big Paw. And they all roughly tell the same story of how Big Paw comes to Bear. I believe that the Bear Scouts version had nothing to do with Thanksgiving, but uh, the story of the of the special, the, the original holiday special, was that Big Paw was woken up by the greediness of the bears in Bear Country and how he stomps through town and the bears initially turn themselves, turn against him uh, to protect themselves, but he's befriended the cubs, and at the end of the day, they learn that Big Paw is actually a a gentle giant whose terrifying roar and his attempt to, I guess, murder all the other because he does try to murder all the bears. Like he gets freaked out and he tries to kill all the bears when they when they're when they're climbing up to his to his cave. Uh, is is undone. Like their fear of him is undone because he he rescues the cubs. He's a he's a gentle man. He's just afraid. And once people chill out, he's cool and he becomes their neighbor. And then he becomes like just a regular part of their day to day life. Uh, in the in the TV series, Raffish Ralph is always trying to use Big Paw to overthrow the like trick Big Paw because he's not too bright. Uh, always trying to over you know overthrow Bear Country at, at the behest of the weasels. He'll use I think a hypnotized Big Paw in one of the stories, and uh, he tries to kill the cubs. There's a lot of trying to kill the cubs. Uh, but 1980s, the Berenstain Bears meet Big Paw. It was a huge deal. Uh, it was directed by uh, Mordecai Gerstein and Al Kauzel, Kuzel, uh, and uh, it was narrated by Ron McClarty and very, very importantly, written by Stan and Jan Berenstain. Remember, they had their hands in all of these. And it was the second, I believe, of the initial animated specials after uh, after the Berenstain Bears Christmas tree. So uh, so it took a long time for it to become a book. As we discussed, it was 17 years later that the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving came out and even more years before uh, the Berenstain Bears Scouts meet Big Pop. Uh, and then a lull, a Thanksgiving lull. Uh, over the years, we have seen uh, many Thanksgiving books come and go, some of them religious, some of them not so religious, that tackled all kinds of subjects like whether or not they're going to murder a turkey or uh let's sing the song over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go in which i spent a whole episode discussing that song but big paul returning to the main storyline bringing that guy back in uh just hasn't happened Uh, he's been missing and that all changed this year that's right i am covering a book from this year that has been lightly touched upon uh in the episode i did a a couple of months ago where i interviewed mike berenstain for the big six 60th anniversary, he brought up this new book. And I now hold it in my hot little hand. I thought I had lost it, actually. I knew I'd bought it. I couldn't find it uh, because I had forgotten that it is this. That's right. It's a hardback book. It's the size of a regular Berenstain, like, 8x8 book, but it is, it is hardback book. Uh, And it's called The Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw, A Thanksgiving Story. And what is this book? Well, it's a retelling of the original special. Uh, The same story, the same exact tale. Well, there is this and I can't show it to you because this is a podcast. So I'm going to describe it to you. And then you will have to make up your mind whether or not you're going to go out and purchase your own copy of it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a fan of the Berenstain Bears, this is the book you should get. Like right now. Like this is, if you are a fan of of not only like just the, the Berenstain Bears in general, but of, the, of the, I, the fact that they have existed for so long that they have a legacy that goes back 60 years and beyond. Because remember, their origins are in, it's all in the family and Stan and Jan's earlier cartoon stuff. This book is a borderline museum. It's a borderline 
uh, art exhibit. Because what this is, Mike Berenstain went through the archives, the Berenstain archives, which, if you recall, are extensive and amazing, that contain every single bit of artwork and writing that Stanley and Janice Berenstain ever did for the Berenstain Bear. Uh, ideas that were tossed out, books that never made it to print, uh, concepts that became other concepts, uh, books that we are familiar with, but that exist in different form forms because they changed their ideas. Uh, they tried different things to make them work, uh, as well as things that were illustrated and written for other publications that were published, but have since just sort of disappeared into the ether because you had to have a copy of a magazine to have this particular version of this, that, and the other thing. There's just so much in there. And what Mike came across, I don't, well, I don't really know the full story of how he came across it, but, uh, in a 2019 blog post, these this disappeared, uh, and what I'm, I'm just sort of beat, I'm, I'm, I'm beating around the bush here. Uh, what this is is Mike found, or you know, like rediscovered Stan and Jan's original storyboard. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, that, that's how they refer to it in this blog. It is a storyboard for the NBC executives. That was a, a basically a pitch for the plot of of Big Paw, but it's not a storyboard like you're thinking of it. It's not just. It's not like like the camera moves and the squares showing you how like like scene by scene the story comes together instead it's co basically concept art like when you uh when you see like the early concept art for Star Wars it's like that like it's not it's not showing you specific character beats so much as tableau that represent story elements and these are things from things as specific as like the attempted attack on Big Paws Mountain to character layouts like these sort of like long like these large spreads about each of our main characters uh, uh, as well as containing ideas that didn't make it into the final version of the story, like the fact that, uh, as as they point out in the blog post, uh, which is freely available to, to read on BerenstainBears.blog, um, the story might actually have begun as more of a Halloween tale, because there's a, a few more jack-o'-lanterns than you might expect to see in, in the concept art, but who knows? Again, this was part of a pitch. Uh, the, the artwork that Stan and Jan produced is gorgeously painted. Gorgeously painted. Like, these are, these are pictures you you would be happy to hang on a wall if you were a collector of some sort like you could they could they could produce and sell art prints of of these pages and they would probably sell like hotcakes uh for a good amount of money because these were intended by stan and jan to sell to the studio the concept and the idea of the berenstain bears meet big ball like how's it going to look how are the characters going to feel how will they interact with each other like what's the emotional feeling of it what's the color palette what's the what what level of whimsy are we going to be at when we're when we're doing this? Is it going to be more comical, more frightening? Is it going to have frightening moments but still be comical? How violent is it going to be? All of that stuff went into these illustrations, these beautiful illustrations. Well, this year, Mike has rewritten the Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw into a new narrative. It's the it's essentially the same story, like I said, but it is uh sort of it, it's reordered into uh just a more into more of a storybook narrative because what the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving did was just take the narration of the cartoon, the rhyming narration, and illustrate it. So it's it's essentially the cartoon just in book. This takes it and it's it's been reworked into a more of a storybook narrative. Is the best way I can say it. So a few things happen in different orders, but it all makes sense in the end and uh, reads more like a, an eight by eight story. But he hasn't just rewritten; he has illustrated it with his parents' original 
art. So you open it up and the title page is actually the concept splash page. Like it's a it's a it's a like a like an old Bugs Bunny cartoon or an old just animated short film. This would be like the title screen that you would see. That would say like the title and have like the like basic credits at the bottom. Uh and Stan and Jan originally illustrated it as says the Berenstain Bears meet Big Paw and you see the bear family uh gathered around a a jack-o-lantern and there's scary bats flying around. So again, maybe a Halloween story. Uh, you see Mama uh, with big bright eyes staring down inside the jack-o'-lantern. Brother's lifting the lid off of it. Sister is looking over his shoulder and Papa is staring up terrified at this looming shadow of a giant hairy creature. And then it says in big scary letters, the Baron St. Bears meet Big Paul. Obviously a much spookier image than the cartoon would end up having, but it's a, it's gorgeous. Again, I would hang this poster up behind me if it existed as a poster. The only change he made is he added a Thanksgiving story under Meet Big Paul. And it's funny because the illustration of the family is so odd and slightly off model. It doesn't look like we think of the bears looking anymore uh, because Brother Bear is wearing a blue ball cap. Uh, they both, he and sister have jackets on because they wear jackets. Like Mike did make a couple of changes uh, just to to make their clothing more consistent throughout. But sister is wearing blue, which is interesting. Like We don't see sister wear blue that often. She's wearing a blue jacket. Uh, but this image of the bears all gathered around the jack-o'-lantern was used by the Berenstains uh, this year for Halloween. Uh, just used as a Halloween image. And it confused the heck out of all of us in the collector's group we were just like where does this image come from now what's funny is we all owned this book but it's one of those books that we haven't really dived dived into yet because it wasn't thanksgiving yet so we weren't really exploring the new berenstein bears me big paw book and i opened it up to do this episode and i was like huh well there you go so uh that's where it's from it's from the berenstein bears meet big paw so what's really cool is as part of the pitch uh i assume this is part of the pitch uh stan and jan did character pages like character big large sheets for each of the main four characters uh mama papa sister brother and they 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 feature a, a like a big full-bodied picture of the main character doing some activity and then there's four images around that character of them in their daily doing their daily like life activity so it says mama it says beauty is as beauty does which someone said like well that's you know kind of a shame that like it still had like that it's talking about her beauty when she's such a useful bear but beauty is as beauty does of course means like be you're beautiful in the sense that you are doing beautiful things like you are you know beauty you, you are only as beautiful as your acts which is what mom is doing uh, uh we see her with a wheelbarrow full of of produce including a giant pumpkin with the kids trailing after her eating radishes uh we see her splitting wood while papa lays down in the back so of course i love it because mama bear very handy with an act uh we see her baking bread with the sleeves of her schmato rolled up which is a look that I wish they did more of mama with rolled up sleeves. And it, like, she looks, she got them big arms. Like this is a, this is a woman who's, who's got upper body strength. Cause she's chopping the wood. She's hauling the wheelbarrow. She's baking this big loaf of bread out of the big, like it's a big, uh, like you can tell like it's on a, it probably comes out of like a, like a wood oven. And then she's hauling leaves over her shoulder, uh, from having cleaned up the yard. So she's amazing. We love mama bear. Uh, and the, the, and so the next picture is of Papa bear, a bear for all seasons. And we see a bunch of illustrations of him from previous books we see uh we see the the tree getting hit by lightning we see him running from the great the big honey tree we see him trying to ice skate
skate, but the ice cracking. And we see him uh, trying to show his cubs how to surf, but a giant wave's about to overtake him. And Papa's, of course, posing with his axe, that bear for all seasons. Uh, we see brother and sister. It says cubs, loyal and true. Uh, they are posing together in a very active pose. They are they are clearly hiking up in the mountains. Uh, they have rope. They have Sister has a first aid kit. Uh, they're both holding like hiking sticks. And around them are them rescuing Papa from the, the freezing lake. We see them running with their first aid kit to go help Papa, who has been crushed under rocks. We see them lassoing Papa to save him from the rapids when they shoot the rapids. And we see them helping Papa get up from a cliff with a, with their rope. Uh, these are these are brother bear and sister bear. Uh, uh, loyal cubs and true. Now, what's fascinating about this? What is fascinating about? I'm going to tell you right. Is you look in the book and it says brother and sister cubs. It says cubs loyal and true. But the original artwork, which is available online, it says loyal cubs and true, not cubs loyal and true. First of all, uh, which they probably changed just because to, to make it a little more I don't know grammatically easy to read for. But the original arc did not say brother and sister. It said small bear. I love it so much. This artwork that was being worked on before they had solidified brother being named brother. It's small bear and sister. I love it so much. In any case, I don't need to tell you the whole story. It's the same story. Uh, Papa doesn't believe that Big Paw's coming. It's stuff and nonsense. Uh, and the way they justify the appearance of the jack-o'-lantern is they have this conversation taking place before Thanksgiving and before Halloween. So they managed to mention like, oh, and he carved a jack-o'-lantern and the bear is so thankful. They're thankful for everything they have. Thus, we can use this wonderful illustration that Stan and Jan did of them dancing with a jack-o'-lantern. It's great. Uh, and in a lot of the background pictures, we see this statue of a bear on a horse with a sword in the air and a cannon near it. Uh, I think they're trying to emphasize the fact that in Bear Town, this cannon exists and there is a history of warfare. So we 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 run through it. We, we know that we get the same story. Brother and sister want to buy, get their mixed nuts for their papa because they love him so much. So they head off into the woods. Big Paw has woken up and we see him confronting the Bear Country sign. Welcome to Bear Country. Home of 400 bears, which I love. It's a very specific number. 400 bears. This is a great painting. Uh, Big Paw looks ferocious. He looks, he's got a, he's got a belly. He's got huge arms and an angry expression on his face. We only see him from the side. So he's a lot in shadow. And we see this beautiful gnarled tree. Remember how the Berenstains just love drawing gnarled trees and weird woodland creatures. And we see the bear family's treehouse way in the distance. Like he's looking down from the top of a hill. Um, now what's also fascinating about this book is that Mike has reused illustration from the original Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving book, which means of course that there's a back and forth in character art, in art style, because by the time the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving was written and illustrated, it was 97, 17 years had gone by. The bears looked very different than they did at the, in the late 70s. Uh, just, they looked different. The way Stan and Jan drew these characters had had, had altered a lot. Uh, and also Mike has had to recolor the Cubs clothes again to match what was in Stan and Jan's original artwork. So you'll see, so in the, like in the page where the Cubs are gathering nuts and then they fall from the tree and then they're caught by Big Paw who helps them down to the ground. Uh, that is that is all later artwork because it again it's taken from the original the, from the 97 storybook. Uh, so sister isn't wearing a jacket and brother isn't wearing his hat anymore in that storybook. So Mike has had to go back and draw that in. But otherwise the artwork pretty much remains the same. It's it's a little more Mike. He's it looks like he has 
doesn't he didn't just trace them. He's redrawn them to look to look more like he draws the bears. Uh, but the layout is the same, I guess I should say. And their facial expressions are consistent. But uh, but it's it's more Mike artwork, which I'm fine. With. Absolutely fine with it. He's the one who brought this back and he's trying to help. It's more about letting his parents original layout, like original storyboards and original concept art live again and be available for purchase. So Papa gets freaked out that Big Paw is coming. We see an illustration of Big Paw up on the mountain with a fire and a club that doesn't actually fit the storyline because you see Papa and the Cubs climbing up there to see him, which isn't actually happening in the story. So you can sort of imagine it's in his head, but it it's more a piece of concept art like that didn't happen in the actual story, which is fine. I'd much rather have this picture available to look at whenever I want it than to be stuck you know, without this picture to look at before I wanted. It's a beautiful picture. Um, Mama sings her song, more or less, from the original uh, story. Uh, a stranger's just somebody you don't already know. He could be a friend, he could be a foe, or just a regular sort of a Joe. A stranger's just somebody you haven't yet met, which the Simpsons ended up going with in the, one of their episodes. Uh, and the reason they included, I am sure, is because they have to include a, a picture that, that Stan and Jan did of Mama singing. It's an b- amazing picture. Mama is down on one knee, her arms thrown back, her head held high, busting out a musical note. Uh, Papa and the cubs look worried, and behind them is a spooky wood with all these other bears from bear country uh, in shadow peeking around from behind the trees, presumably because she's singing about don't be afraid of Big Paw and everyone's afraid of Big Paw, and she's like, ah, he's just a stranger. But Papa is, of course, convinced that Big Paw is going to try to hurt them, so he wants to get the bear cannon together. Okay, so this is another illustration that didn't really make the story, but they had to, Mike had to work it into the tale so it's Papa lighting the the town cannon and then the cannon exploding and throwing them all backwards and who is them all well it's not the bear family who it is is it's a bunch of bears from bear country who have lined up behind Papa to attack Big Paw and uh, as Mike says in or you know whoever wrote this blog post I assume it says in the blog post um, uh, the original story pitch uh, was much more focused on Halloween and depicted a bit more violence than was included in the final cards and it's true uh, and also the bears and bear country are insane uh there is one who looks really a lot like a bog brother he's wearing like torn overalls and he has a torn up straw hat there's a weird bear with glasses and a bowler hat and like a crazy vest and then there's a bear who's just dressed as napoleon like there's a bear who's and his eyes are like crossed he's clearly meant to be like an insane bear who's like a warmonger and he's wearing a torn uniform holding a saber uh and well and, and, and so he and papa and all the other bears get blown up by when the when the cannon loads so that's an illustration then we see see all the bears attacking Big Paw's like lair, like going up the mountain and it's it's that Bog Brother looking bear, the bear in the glasses, uh, the Napoleon looking bear. These were clearly specific characters in an original idea that didn't make it to the final version uh, because the Napoleon bear is being pushed by a bear with a big leaf on its head. There's another bear in a schmata, which is interesting. Nice to know that originally Mama wasn't the only one wearing uh, a, a house dress like this, only she has a ladder and glasses. We see Mama trying to stop Papa from climbing the mountain and he has a beehive in his hand that he's wielding like a weapon. So old school Berenstain bear stuff. This is a much more agrarian bear country than we are used to. This is bear country. I mean, this is bear. This is like bear, bear country, almanac bear country. This is pre Berenstain bears go to school looking Berenstain bears. Like this is, we live around moonshiners still. This is not a uh, bear town is a bustling suburb. This is bear town is on the edge of the woods 
we're still fending for our lives here, which of course helps make the big paw story a little make a little more sense. When if you think back to it, like they're scared of what lives up in the mountains. They think this isn't so much uh, the Simpsons yet. This is old gods of Appalachia. This is this is the this this is still there are standing stones in bear country. This is the ice monster. This is the this is the Mama Bear does not do her scrying technique in this in this storybook. But remember that the original Meet Big Paw involved Mama reading the honeycomb. Like this is old. This is folk magic. This is 1800s America where you could be a deeply religious community, but also you have your diviners, you have your faith healers, and they might be talking to someone other than the people who are specifically in that Bible they're holding in their hand. Uh, you know, you are you go to church on Sunday, but you worry about what might be lurking out in the wood. There might be haints around that you have to ward against. That's the bear country we're dealing with here. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. That's still my favorite bear country. My favorite bear country is still the bear country that's right on the edge of a deep, dark wood that where there still exists the forbidden bog, where there are still places the bears aren't comfortable going because a giant monster might lurk in there. And sure enough, the giant monster is going to topple a tower of rocks onto the invaders below. And we see this wonderful painting by Stan and Jan. And we see the cubs running up and it's a very Dr. Seussian-esque stairwell. They're running up these stone steps up the side of the mountain. And there's this giant circular archway they're running under that's obviously supposed to look like it's like naturally like a naturally existing like a doorway that has been weathered into the rocks it's very smooth corners i really love the way it looks but it's also susian it looks like something out of horton here's a who and they're running up this this stairway up to big paw's ledge that's like right in front of his cave and he has a giant stick that he's using to like lever this again susian stack of rocks uh, like in the original storyline, and I think in the original cartoon, he just has a stack of like six, five or six boulders that he's just going to push onto the bears down below. This is a stack of many different shapes and sizes boulders that he is, that he is soosed up into a pile, that he has a giant, he's just going to lever them up. The physics at work in this painting, you forget, like, it's easy to forget that Stan and Jan Berenstain were such amazing draftspeople that they could that they could draw one picture that contained several beats of a story. Your eyes follow, they were so good at just making your eyes follow the image from left to right, from down to up, and just sort of see the, and the it's telling you a story. Like they, they, they have full command of the page. I love this picture. I love it so much. Again, I would buy a poster of it. Well, the Cubs stopped them from hurting Big Paw and they stopped Big Paw from hurting the people below. There's a big time jump. We you see that illustration, and then we are like right at the end. Like in the original st like story, Bearing St. Bear's Thanksgiving, uh, there are pages and pages of them stopping the crowd below. But this is more, uh, this is this is more quickly done. There's an illustration of Big Paw. They, of course, they invite Big Paw to the family you know, meal. This is very much a mic drawing uh, of Big Paw. It, it looks sort of like the drawing at the end of the original storybook of the original Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving. Uh, it's, it's laid out the same. We have Papa on the left. Uh, brother is, his back is to the reader. Sister 
sister is sitting in her chair pointing and mama is sitting in her chair on the right but it's a completely new draw um, uh, I do like their hearth you see the hearth with, with, with branches with leaves on it we see home sweet tree uh, sampler but of course Mike had to add like a because the because it's just an illustration it isn't part of like a, a layout with the words like where the, where the words used to be is now a window and Big Paul looks different he does not look like the the illustration in the Berenstain Bears Thanksgiving uh, because I'm going to just take a look just to make sure uh, throughout this book yeah Big Paw's hair um, looks more like the bear family's hair he looks more like a, a bear down in bear country there actually aren't that many drawings of of Big Paw in, and, and I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say he looks completely different in every illustration <laughs> his body type changes his face changes it's clear that Stan and Jan were going through like many different ideas so in this last illustration Mike has drawn him with hair that looks a little bit more like your your Berenstain Bear hair but in the original Berenstain Bear's Thanksgiving book from 97 Big Paul has bangs throughout it like he has bangs that hang down close to his eyes which is not the way Big Paul is drawn in this book at all um it's interesting it's just interesting how Stan and Jan changed Big Paul's look as their concept of, of him waxed and waned I guess as the ideas ideas flow this is a creative endeavor uh, so of course Big Paw uh, shows up. He's brought back their bucket of acorns that they were collecting, a nut that they were collecting, uh, mixed nuts for Papa. And Big Paw brings them back. And uh, and the original story ended it, but it was more than that. At Thanksgiving dinner the very next day, host Papa Bear had this to say: "Friends, we are thankful that we've learned to share our bounty with our fellow bear." And Big Paw shows up. He says, "Excuse me, please, if you don't mind. Here is something you left behind." Sister says, "Look, Papa, your favorite treat, mixed nuts." Yes, friends, it was quite a Thanksgiving. No ifs ands or buts and that's the way it ended uh and and mike has just simply rewritten that whole thing when thanksgiving day arrived the bear family was truly full. i am thankful that we have learned to share our bounty with our fellow bear said papa uh, excuse me interrupted big paw as he ducked but you cubs left this behind mixed nuts exclaimed papa thank you big paw we're thankful too said the cubs we are thankful for our wonderful new friend big paw oh thank you said big paw shyly and then the last picture is a picture from uh of stan and jans it's clearly a piece of concept art of sister on a rock kissing like she's climbed up on the rock so she can reach kissing big paw on the nose and him looking bashful and brother smiling and that's the end of the new edition of the berenstain bears meet big paw now i don't usually just shill for a book on the show uh but it's hard to talk about the characters because this is a throwback store uh but things i like this uh, this and correct me if mike or anyone is listening to this correct me if i'm wrong but this firmly establishes bear big paw bear as part of this continuity he may have appeared in other books since but he is firmly a part of bear town he is in bear country he exists he lives up on the map. we can have him back now we can just fold him into story uh i know that we've seen a few of our favorite characters pop up in recent years so i I'm glad to see Big Paul establishing him. Uh, this is a nice edition of the... Obviously, it's beautifully illustrated. It's worth owning. It's a hardback. It has a great message, just like the original Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw, which is give to your fellow bear. Give to your fellow bear. Uh, don't hoard your bounty. Whatever you have, you have to share. I mean, I don't really have much else to say about it. This is a gorgeous book. If you're listening to it on Thanksgiving, it's probably a little too late to get it for Thanksgiving, but pick it up. It'll be nice to have around uh, next year if you don't live in the States and you are like, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, it doesn't really have as much to do with Thanksgiving as 
as many holiday books do. In fact, it has very little to do with Thanksgiving, except that the Thanksgiving holiday is what triggers the appearance of Big Paw. Uh, so if you're just a Berenstain Bears fan, I highly recommend pick, being picked up. Again, it's only available in hardback now. I don't know if they're going to do a softback edition, uh, but I would recommend the hardback. It falls open easily. The way they have printed it is to ensure that none of the pictures disappear into the crease. So it's a it's a very high quality hard. Uh, again, it goes like this. So you don't have to worry. You can knock your, your knuckles on it. It's going to be fine. Uh, and it's it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Berenstain Bears Me Big Paw. Pick it up. Hey, are you happy that I did a holiday episode and I didn't bore you to death with a bunch of facts about Thanksgiving? Uh, I bet you are. Uh, anything else I want to I wanna talk about? I mean, no. Berenstain Bears Me Big Paw, it's a classic. Uh, check it out. It is available on YouTube. The uh, I believe it's still available on YouTube. If you search the Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw, you'll find several versions of it on YouTube. But uh, it's... It's also available on Daily Motion. So if you go to Daily Motion, you can find it there as well. So check out the Berenstain Bears Meet Big Paw, the one where they meet Big Paw, and uh, watch it tonight. If you're listening to this on, on Thanksgiving, watch it tonight with the old family. Uh, it's it's a good one. And it's only like 25 minutes long. And it's got some great voice acting. It's got some great songs. And uh, pick up this book because we want more stuff like this to come out. We want more stuff from the archive to uh, be available for purchase. And Baron Staines, if you are listening again, I would buy prints of you could sell this on your website. Put a tab for art prints. I'm just going to double check and make sure that doesn't exist. See, recent post. No. Baron art print. No, no, it's not available. So, uh, yeah, Berenstain. Uh, Berenstain, Berenstain people. Berenstain company. Berenstain organization. Um, get on that. You know, for me. For my sake. I would, I would appreciate it. Uh, and that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for putting up with my antics. Uh, I'm going to be back with some more books sooner or later so you know check me out I'm going to probably do some Christmas stuff, I guess. You can check me out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter while it still survives at BStainBearCast. You can find me at PCoryGonzalez, or you can find me on Mastodon at PhilGonzalez, where I also will be posting stuff about my podcast, my other podcasts, including Pizza Toast with Christy and Phil, where we talk about YA books and the media adaptations thereof. And uh, It's Del Toro Time, where Willow and I talk about Guillermo del Toro movies, Guillermo del Toro projects, and the movies that inspire Guillermo del Toro. Uh, a lot of horror, but not all horror. In fact, Defending Your Life is coming up. So if you're an Albert Brooks fan, we're, we've got you covered. <laughs> We're just a couple of crazy kids who love talking about movies. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much once again for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And I will see you all next time deep in bear country. <laughs>